15 minutes to five. Tim, uh, all thanks to Pals. We love Pals. Powerfield oh. Airport Liquor, home of the hardest to find wines, beers and spirits. Life's better with your pals. That's true. Our next guest, really interesting. He's very close to your heart. Oh, is he what? I uh, love this guy. I've, since I debuted him in 2007, I've mm-hmm. watched every single game he's played. I love the way he goes about it. But unfortunately, he's had to end um, because of concussions, and that's a very serious topic, as we know in AFL football today. But uh, we're going to welcome him to the show, Levi Greenwood. Hello, mate. How are you? Hey, Tim, how are you going? Look, I'm fantastic, mate. Um, sad news this week, mate. Uh, had to retire, and due to the concussion, you know, the rules around that now, what was the, what was the ongoing conversation you were having? Yeah, so obviously it was a bit of sad news. Um, it's been a long time in the system, and, yeah, to finish up like that was uh, unfortunate. But, but um, yeah, it was, it was a conversation that we'd had over oh, since... Since I've had a few concussions in the past, um, it, it wasn't the first one that we'd had. So right. um, I'd had maybe three or four leading up to that in the previous uh, four or five years. And yep. and every time you get one, you start thinking, all right, well, what's my response to this one? Um, and let's monitor and see how we're going and then um, just just wait until I'm 100% recovered until I come back to play. and. Like every time that I did get a knock um, leading up to this one, it was just a little bit longer that it took me to recover and the, the symptoms were different. And um, this last one was basically the straw that broke the camel's back and it just, it took me it probably six to eight weeks to fully recover and, and that wow. was probably the biggest concern. Mm. Um, and I mean, it, it, that's not to say that I was I was nowhere for six to eight weeks, but that was to the point where I felt good consistently yeah, and yeah. I felt good for two or three weeks at a time. And because what happens what is you slowly get better over time as you do from most injuries. Um, and I was thinking I was good four weeks in and I'm like, all right, let's go. I'm ready to go. Um, I'm sweet. Get me back on the park. I'm ready to train. And then, Obviously, at this point in time, we'd employed the specialist to to hear their opinion and see what they think, and and go with their advice. and And their advice to me was just give it one more week. And the reason why you want to keep giving an extra week or an extra two weeks is because you don't actually know how good you feel until that following week, and until you get some consistency in the way that you're feeling, that's you're not, you're not quite. Right, so I was thinking that I was right at four, and then I get to five or six weeks, and then I'd I'd look back retrospectively and go, I I wasn't good back then. I was still doing this, and I was still feeling foggy, and I was still showing these behaviours, and and by behaviours, I mean I was I was doing things like leaving doors open, and I'd I'd leave the house and leave the garage wide open, and like things that you think, oh well, that's an accident. But yeah. they're just things that I'd never done before in the past. So putting the herbs and spices in the fridges, that sort of stuff, and and even like you you lean on your partner so much, and you, like my partner Ellie, she was she was really good throughout the whole process, and I'd, I'd ask her how how do you think I'm feeling, and then she would she would respond with, 
comments like, oh, this feels like I'm talking to a ghost and, oh, and wow. sensitivity to certain things. So, I mean, that's mm. that was the most concerning thing because it's not so much a physical response where you get a headache or um, you get sensitivity to light. It's more um, behaviours that you're you're doing in general life and, and that's, that's a more concerning side to it. So... Wow. I, I guess it's a long-winded answer, Tim, to yeah. your question, but um, I thought I'd sort of just cover off. Yeah, it's a pretty serious process. matter, though, mate, and I've got to say, I'll sit here with a little bit of uh, guilt, to tell you the truth, because I debuted yourself and Brad Ebert in the same year at the Magpies when you were both 18 years of age, and both right. of you have retired due to concussion rules. you reckon it had anything to do with me? Well, I hope not, but I remember, <laughs> I remember one of them games I basically woke up in there. I think it was one of the games towards the end of the season where uh, I've gone back with the flight, uh, gone something stupid like I always do, and I've knocked out. I got knocked out, and then, um, yeah, my gums were a bit messed up, and I was thinking maybe it was some of the knocks that I had back then. And, and that's the thing, you don't, we were just so uneducated yes. in this space, and we. It, it's still so immature, and mm. there's still so much learning to be done. Um, but if you look back at everything throughout the juniors, you think there might have been one a year, and and that just compounds. And I guess yeah. myself and Brad, we played the very similar game. Yeah, but that might have just been the way that you coached us, Tim. <laughs> Could have been. Yes, I think it was the old bash and crash. So, <laughs> yeah, mate. Well, gee, it was. Well, thought... it worked. It's like we we end our careers and. Um, we, I feel like we both scraped as much out of it as we could and you just get to the end of the line and, and that's part of the decision-making where you go, right, well, what have I got to gain and what have I already achieved in my career and is it worth continuing on if these could potentially be the outcome? And so it's not like yeah, I've got, I'm, I'm dragging something into my um, post football life now, like I feel 100%, but it's just, it wasn't worth the risk at the time. Great call, mate. Now, you did start at North Melbourne, your AFL career. You played 74 games there. You played 86 for Collingwood. Must have been hard to leave the Kangaroos. I know you were runner up best and fairest there as well. So, must have been a difficult decision for you. I mean, it was, yeah. Um, I mean, any decision that you make like that to change teams is always going to be a difficult one. Um, I mean, at the time, I was, I was looking for more opportunity and um, I wanted a bit more security because, as you know, that the um, the life expectancy of a of a footballer isn't isn't any more than four or five years, and I wanted to make sure that yeah, I got the most out of my career, and that that longer term deal came um, from from Collingwood, and right. look, I, was, I was really really happy to. Um, I set, set myself for for a four year period where I could know that I can get the most out of my career. Whereas I feel like if I potentially had a start at North and they had that massive turnover about two years after I left, that I was twenty twenty eight. Yep. At that point, um, sort of coming towards the end in football terms, um, that I might have been in that group as well. So, I mean, I don't regret any any. Um, move that I made, I don't, I don't regret going to Collingwood. I actually, I think it was the best move myself at the time and I've 
I've enjoyed myself so much at Collingwood and I've achieved so much since I've been there and we haven't quite got to um, the pinnacle or what people call the pinnacle, but it's, um, yeah, I've built so many good relationships at, at Collingwood and I, yeah, I wouldn't change anything if I had the opportunity to. At that time, uh, were Port Adelaide involved at all, you know, with the, with the swap over from North to Collingwood? Was there any opportunity to come back to Port Adelaide? And if there was, would you have come? Uh, to be completely honest, um, I, I feel like I would have, yeah. I, I was I always wanted to play back at home. Um, and I, my family's in South Australia, and I, I guess it's a bit like Evo, where yeah. he wanted to finish off his career back home. And, um, and I guess at that point in time, when I was set that I was going to leave Kangaroos, then if there was an option from... Port Adelaide, well, why wouldn't you entertain it um, at the at the time? But yeah. that, I, I don't even know if we we're actually fishing for it. But I, I've always, I love my time at Port Magpies. Yeah. Um, and like growing up in South Australia, you love um, we we love Port Adelaide as a football club. Um, so yeah, I'm not not too sure. I, I definitely. Um, Definitely don't regret my decision to go to Collingwood. I, I love Collingwood. Collingwood's the best club um, that I've that I've ever been at, and it's it's telling that like I've, I've just finished my career in there. They're not pushing me out the door, and they're they're keeping me in there. And they we want to. I, I wanted to have some time to develop my coaching skills and and spend some time uh, amongst the younger players in a in a coaching sense rather than just a, a, a player's point of view. So that's that's where we're at at the moment. And, mate, just to finish off, if, for those players that are out there now and, and have suffered a couple of concussions, is there one piece of advice that you could pass on? Um, I think I think for me it was... It, it got to the point where I, I, all the decision-making was out of my hands yep. and we made that call to to ask for advice and to respect it and then to use that as a decision-making tool. And um, we, we went to specialists and, and seen as many people as what we could and, and we wanted to make sure that all the cards were on the table and before we decided to either go back and play or make this decision in the end. And, I mean, you've got that mandatory 12-day rule, which is, which is great. Yep. But sometimes it's not enough. And, I mean, if there is pressure to go back and play before you're feeling right, then I'd, I'd advise anyone to, to take your time and to make sure that you are feeling 100% because I, I think I was feeling okay at the four-week night, but it wasn't until six weeks that I thought that I was, I was wondering what the hell I was thinking back then because you don't actually know how good you are until a couple of weeks later. So, and just check that you've closed the the roller door on the way out. Correct. That would be good advice as well. Yeah, yeah, I was a bit clumsy there for a couple of weeks, <laughs> and I've got a dog who who would escape at any chance, so, or he'd go with anyone at any chance. So, uh, uh, good one, mate. Well, look, all the best with life after football. I hope you do get into the coaching, and uh, mate, you've been a pleasure to watch right from the first moment I saw you play footy to the last game. Absolute pleasure. Thanks, Levi. Hey, thanks, Tim. I I appreciate everything that you did for me. Um, when I was a young, raw 18-year-old from Wyla, um, 
mate. It's been a it was a great journey early on. It didn't last very long, but <laughs> I won't forget it. Uh, good on you, mate. My pleasure. See you, buddy. Thanks, Tim. Bye, mate. There you go. One of Timmy G's pals. Thanks to pals. And when you're after that special drop, trust your pals to have it. Parafield mm. Airport Liquor. It's the home of all the hardest to find wines, beers and spirits. And, yep, life's better with your pals. Certainly are. Speaks so well there, Levi Greenwood, on the show. 5pm news coming up with Michaela. Caroline Wilson will join us next.